Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, We're continuing through our examination of Ephesians, and we're drawing close to the end of it. We're in the sixth chapter. And we're going to begin with the 10th verse. And the 10th verse starts with this word, finally. Now, you know, quite often you'll hear somebody preaching or somebody teaching. So, okay, now we're finally getting to my last point. And then you're sitting there thinking, great, it's going to be only 20 more minutes, right? (laughs) That kind of thing. We do misuse that. And Paul does. Sometimes you'll see him saying finally in some of his letters two or three times. (laughs) But he's winding down here. And there is a bringing together of everything. Remember what all we've seen first three chapters of Ephesians uh, show us who we are in the Lord and who the Lord is and what he has done for us and what it really means to be a believer. And then the last three chapters, chapters four, five, and six, show us how to live this out, how to walk the walk you talk, how to actually manifest the very power and presence of God in his kingdom, breath by breath in everything that we do. And so this right here really speaks to that. So Ephesians 6 verse 10 says this, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. So he tells us at the very beginning how we are to live this out. We are, folks, the word strong actually means empowered, means strengthened, uh, that you are endued with strength, that you're endued with power from on high. Okay, And sometimes we forget that. We very often live like we have no power. But he's saying this, be empowered by the Lord. Okay, remember your source of power. Remember your source of strength. And in the strength of his might, it talks about might, yeah, it talks about strength. But it literally carries the idea of his dominion, his force, his strength. So it's not by my power. It's not by my presence, by any stretch of the imaginations, okay? But it's by the very power of the Lord, that power that's been granted unto us as believers, that we have dominion. So be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, okay? In the strength of his might, in the strength of uh, uh, strong says of his forcefulness, of his force, it carries the idea of a, a, a physical strength, of mental and moral endowment, okay? In other words, our strength is not from ourselves, even as uh, transformed individuals that are continuing to be conformed to his likeness, but it is in him. And folks, we really, really need to remember this, to be strong in the Lord, be strong in the strength of his might. Too often, I think we give word service to that. We declare it. We say it. But then we live it out as if we're trying to do it in our own flesh. Uh, You know, I've shared this several times, but I think that's a good definition of burnout. You know, people say, well, I'm just burned out. I'm burned out. Particularly in church leadership, they'll talk about that. Well, burnout is us seeking to do the things of God, seeking to do the will of God, seeking us to do the work of the kingdom in our own flesh, in our own flesh. If we are strong in the Lord, if we're strong in the strength of his might, we will not burn out in the understanding of the world, 
okay, and the way that the world uses that burnout type of thing. We will be tired, yes. We will be weary, yes. We will require long-suffering, yes, all these things the Lord has told us about. So I know that, that yeah, I understand how that's going to happen. But this idea, of I'm, I'm burned out and I need to take a six-month sabbatical away from God and away from his people and away from the kingdom. And you say, well, nobody does that. Uh, oh, yeah, they do, okay? Yeah, they do. And so, again, there's nothing wrong with taking a sabbatical. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with uh, taking a vacation. There's nothing uh, wrong with a change of venue. There's nothing wrong with a change of vocation in life. Okay, I'm not saying any of that. But if you are seeking to move within your strength and in your power, then here's what's going to happen. You're going to be powerless and your strength is going to be sapped. Now, the Lord doesn't stop there. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Then in verse 11, he says, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. So what does he say here? Well, he's telling us two or three or four things at the same time. In the context is that one way, the way that we're strong in the Lord, the way that we finally stand in the strength of his might is being certain that we are equipped in the way that he has planned, that we put on the full armor of God. Now, you're probably familiar with the passage, and he's going to delineate some of that as we go through right here. But don't lose sight of why, you know, what the purpose is here. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. The purpose is to where we'll be able to stand firm against that which the devil has planned and with what he's doing. That we'll be able to stand firm against that. And note, the devil has schemes. Uh, King James says the wiles of the devil. That's a great one. Uh, the Lexham says the stratagems. In other words, the craftiness, the design, uh, uh, see, the trickery, the cunning arts. That's a great little definition. The enemy has a plan for each one of us. He's devised a plan for, for us, and it's not good. Quite often, it's based on what was successful previously within our lineage. That's the reason that you see families. And I think if all of us were to look and ask the Lord or his spirit to reveal us to us, we would probably see long lines of various things within our family. Uh, there's lineages of alcoholism within families. There's lineages of being thieves within families, of being liars within family. All sorts of things that the enemy wants to use against us to kill, steal, and destroy. But he's saying, you know what? If you put on the full armor of God, you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. So the enemy has a scheme that's going to come against us. But if we put on what God has granted to us, we will be able to stand firm. Now, notice what it says is to stand. Well, what does stand mean? Okay. It, it literally means exactly that, to stand. Okay. And you say, well, okay, what's the big deal with that? Well, all too often, people, uh, the pendulum swings one of two ways. They think that you have to flee and run away from the devil and everything. And the enemy, and the scripture does tell us to flee youthful lust. Enemy, we are told to resist the evil one and he will flee us. So we are to flee the particular sins, but that is standing firm against the schemes of the devil. Other 
the other swing of the pendulum is that we're very aggressive against the devil and that we can tell him to do this and tell him to do this and all this kind of stuff. There are truths that are there about our position with him, but they go too far. And they're very uh, aggressive and proactive in their uh, spiritual assault, for lack of a better term, okay, upon the devil. And we're not really told to do that in that way. In this passage right here, what we're told to do is to stand firm. And we're going to see that, I think, four different times, at least three times he tells us to stand in these next few verses. But to stand firm. Well, how do we stand firm? We stand firm by being strong in the Lord. We stand firm in the strength of his might. We stand firm by putting on the full armor of God. We'll see what that is in later episodes, okay? And in putting on that full armor of God, to stand firm. As a matter of fact, in a few verses, he's going to say, haven't done everything to stand, stand. You know, in other words, I'm standing my ground. And where is that ground that we stand? Well, the ground that we stand upon is the Lord himself, the Lord Jesus Christ. We're strong in him. We're strong in his might. We're strong in his power. You know, people speak of uh, spiritual warfare and things like this. And scripture says a lot about that. And we'll address some of this as we go along. But this is where that began begins. If you really want to resist the evil one, then do what the scripture says. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God and stand. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. If you want to uh, hear more of these episodes or read my daily blog, you can go to my website. It's dalemore2os.tv, and you'll see just all sorts of things there. There's Bible studies, and there's a place to help support us if you desire to do that, too. I'll see you later. Goodbye.